0: by blackriflecoffee.com believe it or not i'm walking on air i I saw a homeless man yesterday singing that song who uh, believe it or not i'm walking on air um, and, and it's from that sh- that show the what, what is it the last american hero what remember it's... that TV show? Oh, okay, as a kid, it, and I, I'm walking on it. To see a homeless man sing a superhero song is, uh, well, something special. Were you um, jealous? I, man, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm gonna be honest, like,
1: jealous that, like even though, yeah, at, despite yep. everything, yep, he was.
0: The last on American drugs, year. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That, too, but like.
1: <laughs> that he was able to afford and get the drugs that we can't. Yeah. Were you jealous?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, look, I definitely was. But uh, I'm also jealous of whatever mental state that is where mm-hmm. you're happy enough, even though you're homeless, just to sing, um, mm. believe it and I'm walking on air, mm. um, which mm. is such vigor. Sure. You know, it's amazing. Like the the guy lives in his own world. And I love that.
1: <laughs> I
0: genuinely love that. Um, I, you know what else I, I, I genuinely love is this this new show. We saw a preview for Castaway.
1: Oh, are you in?
0: I, I, I think I'm know. in. I think I I'm don't,
1: in. OK. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. You could be
0: by yourself, right?
1: No, I would need to find. So on that's an island? the premise, right? So it's like you're castaway, and you can choose to be by yourself on the island. Mm-hmm. And figure your shit out, or try and travel out to find people, other people that are on their own situation. As and well.
0: again, this is this is just what we're guessing from the trailer because exactly. the show, show's not out yet. But when I saw it, I was like, "All right, cool." Because they had one guy who was just like, "No, nah, I'm not going to meet anybody."
1: Right, and that's you.
0: I, I think so. Yes. Yes. I, I don't. I'm fine. Like just in my own thoughts, and like, all right, cool.
1: You're not going to have your phone. You realize that,
0: right? I, yeah. I. By the way, I don't like my phone. I hate it. I, and I hate the fact that I'm attached to but it. But you
1: do talk to people, like you do socialize and interact with people. It's just most of the time, like it's on work, the it's phone. Work. It's work, yeah, and because your friends, your besties, live like far away, or there's other people that like can't hang out or whatever. So y-
0: they you, do, but I, you'll never see me happier than when I travel to another country and, and I have no service. That's true. You were with me last time, and it was awesome. And I was just it was like, "Awesome, Dad!" I, I remember telling you at the the bar that night that we went to. I was just like, "Man." You know how refreshing it is to not worry about your phone ringing, going off, uh, don't have to check anything, don't have to look at any yeah. new stories, because we do, I, I I do six shows a week, yeah. um, including, you know, Drinking Bros Podcast, The Sister Show, and I, I, I'm i on my phone a lot trying to find cool stories and things to talk about that are fun, um, but it it's goddamn refreshing when you don't have to look at a phone at all.
1: Because you do have that legitimate excuse of like, my phone is not working. It's not like, oh, I didn't hear it. Or, oh, it was dead. It's like, it really is. People are like, oh, you can't get a hold of them because they're in.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I would say the, the two times that has happened in the last 10 years, we're traveling outside of the country and it was, it was awesome. Like, it was so great. I, I really can't express to you so how you happy that makes by me. by
1: yourself. Who would make the fire? Who would make your shelter? Who would... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I, I would help do...
1: Help you at least with that. You need I'm help. Not,
0: I'm not saying I would want to be on that particular show. What, okay. I'm, what I'm saying is this. If, if I could buy one of those weird houses that exist in the middle of nowhere... Um, remember we were watching that, that show... On Netflix with the houses that were built on like weird places and all that other yeah. shit. Um, and you're, you're essentially isolated from mankind. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm good with uh, just some simple dish so I can get all my games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, so
1: not cast away the show at all. No. Okay. No, no. no. Uh, so we I, started I don't, th- with. That. That's
0: the thing. Well, well, that show led me to the premise of all right, can you live alone? You'd wanna... Can you be by yourself? And it's like, all right, yeah. I could, I don't want to go out and fucking get, you know, live in a hole that I dug and uh, put a palm tree over my head when it starts raining. Like, I don't want to do that.
1: This feels like a weird conversation to have with your wife.
0: No, I, I, I'm i saying hypothetical you die, right?
1: Yeah, because you will. Plane I,
0: crash, yeah, parachute accident. I do
1: not want you to move on.
0: Razor scooter. Like, I
1: am not one of those that's like. you know like she would want me to be happy and be with someone else you will not be allowed to be with anyone else
0: well you you won't be here
1: i'm just saying like you will not have my blessing and if it is real that the wife can come (laughs) back and haunt (laughs) you and fuck your shit up that will be me
0: sure sure you
1: it's not you don't have my blessing
0: no i and i get all that
1: okay so now i'm dead
0: you're dead. Cool. Uh, family dies. Uh, plane crash. Uh, All of again, us. Yeah, bumper car accident. Great. I don't. Great.
1: Great. Whatever, I'm, I'm tossing out
0: hypothetical. I'm
1: loving this. Carry on.
0: Uh, snowboarding. I, I don't know what it's sure.
1: Gonna sure. 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 Sure.
0: And I, I was forced to live alone, like in the you know some place. Um, I think I, w- I would do it outside the country as well. Yeah. I think I would do it uh, maybe in another country maybe and an
1: expat sit. Yeah. yeah. Go go uh,
0: some place like you know. Like France or something like that, like France. In, in the, you know, in the in the hills of France, Where? Oh. I don't know, or Ireland, I, I don't like, okay. Because I'd be watching Dish TV all day. Um, I was I, thinking like that's, Costa that's about Rica it.
1: or like a beach and some some secluded beach somewhere. Uh, I, yeah, I could, I, yeah, I could do like, the
0: Bahamas or something like that for okay. sure. But uh, I, I would be fine not talking to anybody or, or just living my life. Um, oh my god, because there's die. there's some islands in the Bahamas like uh, I know Lenny Kravitz owns one Um, and I'm talking about a fucking island where you just raise flags okay every day so the different colored flags you raise are breakfast lunch dinner and then like medical supplies or you know something goes bad and then somebody takes a fucking you know cigarette boat over and And brings you your shit yeah yeah yeah. brings you food and all that stuff look it's some rich ass shit but it's sure it's dope so Um, you're
1: saying you could deal with that Or, or
0: like living in Ireland on one of those, you know, places out in the field or whatever by myself. I don't need another human. I don't think.
1: Okay. Well, I would die.
0: You would die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I definitely don't. Um,
1: I definitely need to like talk to people, socialize, even if it. Even if I go like a couple days and I have, I've only talked to like a four-year-old. It gets really dicey up here. Sure. And I'm pointing to my head. And For those of you <laughs> who are not watching the video show, I pointed to my dome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just saying I, I could do it. And then uh, this story, this weird story popped up today. Um, there's a guy in Brazil who lives in like, uh, you know, the fucking Amazon jungle. Okay. It's one of those indigenous tribes. Um, his, his whole tribe was killed uh last year so he's been living by himself um in in the jungle in this fucking weird shanty hut he has a hole dug in the ground that he uses to catch animals or hide from animals okay and this guy's been doing it for a year and they're they're trying to talk to him and trying to get uh his story and some info out of him so there's only like weird pictures of him of like bigfoot from behind where it's just like Like he's running away, like he's walking away. And it was just like, now that shit I couldn't do.
1: No, you would need a, like you said, a house. You need dish TV. Yeah. You need a raise of flag to have breakfast, lunch and dinner brought to you. Really specific circumstances for you. Probably internet. Live alone. Yeah. But
0: I'd be by myself, Jesse, with my thoughts.
1: That's the one thing is that you'd have all these things to yourself. Yeah. Really roughing it
0: Really rough it And what you're it.
1: telling us is You can handle it
0: I, can, I think I can Of I think course I can. you can
1: That sounds like a fucking dream wow. Shut
0: up Wow Does it And I, and I was yeah, thinking Yeah
1: for you Yeah
0: what it, what, what it would take to get me there You know Like again You guys all die Um, I'd murder whoever that is And then I'd leave and Right that, That's how I Unless
1: I, I flip my Corvette Yeah And that's how I went
0: Yeah Could you imagine if you had a Corvette <clears throat> Boy, <laughs> you almost choked all no. over the microphone. No,
1: I can't imagine if I had a Corvette. I don't know if I'd want one.
0: That'd be but weird. Yeah. You'd be weird in one.
1: Um, I would do, obviously, a 90s one. Oh, God. You the f-
0: ugly. Loser. Yeah,
1: Loser. Yeah. Loser. And I'd do an obnoxious color. And it would be great.
0: I can't, I can't get down on those. Um, no. Any car that's over, like, I don't know, $100,000 is just crazy to me.
1: Well, again, I don't think the 90s ones will. But yeah, no, I don't I don't agree with spending that much on a car. No,
0: that's too much. Mm-mm. It's too much.
1: It's too much. Uh,
0: you know what isn't too much, though, is our sponsors uh, that we need to hop into because we've been going real long.
1: They're reasonable. They're reasonably priced sponsors. Yeah. They're not going to break the bank. They're not. And you will love every one of
0: them. Uh, especially our first one. Oh, Jabes, we are T-minus 13 days away from When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. Mm, Boy. You know where we're at, Jabes? Tell me. 1,300 copies (gasps) away from the bestseller list. Oh, my gosh. No. Doable. We need to average almost 100 a day. If you have not pre-ordered When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It, the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, please go out and do that right now. Um, again, 1300 copies away, two weeks to go. That is all I need. If you love me, you will do this. If you hate me, well,
1: people are doing it though.
0: God, if, if it's amazing, if, uh, if we don't make it though, I'm going to have to do like a super drunk show where it's just like Riders on the storm. We'll dim all the lights in the studio. Cause again, now that we have video shows back up and running again on YouTube and, uh, and iTunes subscribe on, on YouTube and iTunes, by the way. Um, then you can see me get real dark. Because if I miss this again, I just missed it on the last one. And if that's two in a row, I'm going to fucking go Bogo. I mean, I'm really going Bogo, Jabes. Okay. You know?
1: So for my sake, you guys, because I know you love me more. <laughs> um, just do it so that I don't yeah. have to deal with it. You don't it. have to deal with it. And we don't have to hear about it anymore, Exactly. You guys. Exactly. It'll just like be just on my only... desk and that'll be it. Oh, you'll just like. It'll I'm pop tired up. of talking about it. I know. It'll pop up. You'll be like, oh, like after you make the bestseller, right? Yeah. It'll maybe pop up on your feed, guys. Buy it or not. Up to you. Yep.
0: After I make the bestseller.
1: In your time. The bestseller
0: list is the dream. Like word of mouth after that, we'll carry it around the world. And like, I'm fine. Like after that, I don't give a shit. Um, And I won't have to talk about it every day. the
1: tour will be even more epic. Yes. So we can go more places, visit more people. If you're a bestseller. Oh, dude. Dude, we can go to every freaking state probably.
0: Uh, well, uh, that's that's a stretch, James. But uh, if
1: you're bestseller, uh, some kind of
0: fifty states. What do what we? What, what are you going to pack up the kids and get on a, bu- uh, oh, on a, I, on a bus?
1: Oh, I'm only going to go to the good ones.
0: But <laughs> you, perfect.
1: You can go first stop Arkansas for you, James. <laughs> oh, Little stop. Rock. Oh, stop. Arkansas is great. It
0: is not great. I've been there. I've been to Arkansas. Have you ever spent any time in the Arkansas area?
1: No.
0: Phew. You need a book like When Darkness Falls He Doesn't Catch It to kill the time there. All right. That's not where you're living by yourself on a farm. All right. Uh, next up, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. A little BRCC. Look, we're both drinking it today.
1: Has Woo, to be balls. done. We're on Panda Watch.
0: Panda Watch. That's right. The book is two weeks out. The baby is 12 days out.
1: Panda Watch, you guys.
0: Fuck. We get this, this is big times in our life right now. Um. Oof. Oof. Are you allowed to be drinking coffee? Yeah, you can drink a little bit. A little bit? Mm-hmm. A little taster? All right. What yeah. do you, what you got in there? Just black or uh, caffeinated I'm, as fuck? I'm
1: old school. I have caffeinated as fuck. Okay. And I have a little six ouncer, which is the most that you can. Actually, you can have eight ounces, but I, I go, go six. six. Yeah, classy. Um, You know, th- I'm the old school of like, you can drink coffee, don't drink the pot. You can drink wine, don't drink the bottle. Like, uh, don't be a fucking idiot. Right. Um, That's
0: the pregnant rules? Mine. Oh, good. If you're pregnant, you can still drink Black Rifle Coffee. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com um type in the one-time promo code of revolution for 20 off me.
1: don't come for me ladies. yeah
0: they might um look all their blends are amazing their teas are amazing i just this is this is one of their new shirts right here for the video show boom
1: i love that shirt
0: same man uh i got stopped in the gym wearing this the other day and they were like fuck man that's a dope ass shirt who makes that i was like black rifle coffee
1: go get you some uh, yeah i was like
0: hey, get on the train um next up we got a little strikeforceenergy.com. I'm Man, I've got to record the Drinking Bros sports show today, which I'm amped about. Um, Fletcher Cox, uh, animal beast of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles is on the show today. Nice. I'm gonna need some strike force for that show. I'm gonna yeah. need a little uh, streak feast for the old drinks. Um, because we got a, I got a long day of recording today. You're
1: going Rogan style where you just sit in one spot. And then the people kind of filter in I know. to you. I
0: like it. I, fuck, I hope I get as big as Rogan. Somebody asked me that the other day.
1: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Um, somebody was was like, hey, if you got that big, would you keep doing it? Yeah. I, there, nothing nothing would change in my life. Like, uh, if you knew
1: how much Rogan made. That's crazy. And that he still does it. Yeah. And he still does three, four a day. Like... You get it. Like, if he he, oh, he says the same thing. Like, I just like talking to people. I like learning from people. I like doing it.
0: Yeah. G- guess who started sponsoring them uh, la- on last night's show? Shut up. Black Rifle Coffee.
1: No. Yeah.
0: So it, it was awesome to hear Black Rifle Coffee on Joe Rogan. I was like, holy That's shit. Awesome. Yeah. Um, really fucking cool.
1: One degree. Two degrees.
0: Away. Wow. One. One degree. Yeah. So I, I think if Matt's book finally ever comes out, we'll go on there. And uh, and we'll you know or, or Matt will at least get to go on there for 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 Rogan. Which
1: will be awesome.
0: They call it the Rogan effect too with books, man. Everybody who goes on there as an author ends up on the bestseller list. Um,
1: Pretty much anything you have product wise, whether it's podcast or a Netflix special or whatever, yeah. if you go on Rogan, yep. That's it. It's better than going on the Tonight Show or anything like that. Like, it's oh, insane. Uh,
0: hands down. Like, if that I, and is I told it. I, t- I told uh, some of my you know, like huge actor friends because um, they were like, "Hey, can I come on and promote whatever it is?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." And I was like, "Look, you could go on Colbert, uh, you know, Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Fallon, but I was like, truthfully, if you go on Drinker Bros podcast, uh, that's more than
1: you'll hit more people.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll reach more people than that. So. Um, Rogan is on another planet Other than that Jesus Christ Fucking A dude uh, That's I think his Weekly view Like User views are like 90 million a week Including video and audio Like it's, it's insane man
1: That's crazy It's insane
0: um, Anyways Strikeforce energy I'm, I'll be having that today As I attempt My march Towards Rogan uh, Numbers And uh, I'll be I'll be juicing up With that grape I can tell you that Summertime uh, I need a little grape in my drink. Uh, four amazing flavors original, grape, orange, lemon. And uh, they get a 10 pack, 40 pack, and a, and a 750 milliliter bottle. This one, this big guy. Boom, boom. Blamo. Countertop, bar top, in your drink, in your mouth. Arms and legs are moving tight, and you're on your way.
1: Set it and forget it.
0: Yep. Strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code revolution for 20% off. Love this shit. Also, love grillyourassoff.com. Everybody's starting flip to flip it. Yeah, flip it.
1: <laughs>
0: I like how we're you making hate that a it. thing.
1: You hate ah, it. Sure, I love I'm sure when you stick. hate it. Yeah,
0: I know you do. I know you do. Flip it. Grillyourassoff.com. Everybody's trying the jerky now, and I have not gotten one e- email or message uh, in my inbox saying, Holy shit, this isn't the best jerky I've had. So, congratulations. I wasn't lying. Uh go to grillyourasshoff.com. This it's the best jerky on the planet. Um, they got four amazing flavors. A ridge, uh cowboy style salt and pepper, and, and uh, that sweet and spicy, is my end all be all. But you get a four-pack, it's 25 bucks. You're saving yourself five bucks at GrillYourAssOff.com. They've got a subscription of the month and they've got seasonings for all your meats chicken, steak, pork, all of it. Uh crispy Avia has got a spicy habanero. Oh, that's real good uh, for your loins. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Tell them Ross Patterson sent you with a with a, a promo code of Revolution for fifteen percent off. Nice. Uh, nice. not right behind me. Got Woodburn Warriors. Woodburnwarriors.com. dot com.
1: I bet you guys.
0: Big fan of Woodburn uh, They look. They designed the 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 new set piece. Um. All of it is custom made. It is uh the, the finest craftsmanship woodworking. Uh they can do anything, dude. It's a veteran-owned company. Um they they make they all are, of this shit by hand. Uh yeah. the flags, the they can do they can make anything you want. They can engrave anything you want into these flags. And
1: uh And it's special order. So if you get it for someone else, let's say like gift or for your place or whatever, yep, you know that this has been like specially ordered. Designed for you or whoever you're getting it for, and is made with, you know, some of the best craftsmanship. So it's not like, oh, I got you this. It's a really, really special thing, and it's for, you know, special occasions or a place in your house or whatever. Yeah, man. Like and i uh, look, they make really like really well made stuff.
0: Th- th- look, they make, uh, it's all custom. So it's like, dude, you can get branches of your service, uh, key holders. Um, fucking clocks their their clocks are dope as shit these freedom clocks uh they got some concealed home decor um and uh and they're making cornhole boards now personalized so like whatever you want on them yeah amazing amazing
1: so it's woodburn com, and you can see all of their
0: yes and type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off it's a big savings and uh i promise you guys this this will be one of the best purchases you make i mean Fuck, I, their work is incredible. Can't thank them enough.
1: Send somebody a dick pic. Yeah. But, like, on, uh, you know what I mean? Like on a, on on a, a fleck. A, an awesome piece of, like, maple, burned in, etched. would
0: be great, wouldn't you it? You know
1: what I mean? Like, that would mean something to me.
0: Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Uh, last but not least, Jabe's, a little straight com.
1: Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. You like it? Oh, it <laughs> Do you like it?
0: <laughs> Straightrazors.com is, uh, is the place to go for all your shaving needs. Anything you need a, 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 as a dude in this life. They got shampoos, uh, beard oils, mustache waxes, conditioners, colognes. You name it, they got it. Straight razors com. Their kits are off the fucking chart. They're shave. Use it every single day of my life. Use the razors. And if you're, if you're nervous about using a straight razor, uh, they get safety razors. And, uh, they, it, dude, it takes about a day and a half off of shaving, uh, to be honest with you. Because it, it's just so smooth. I mean, look at this. I shouldn't have skin like this as a, as a grown man. No. But I do. Like a baby. Like a baby. Because of straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's big savings there. A big savings there. I want to talk about this James Gunn issue. Okay. Jabes, um, as you know, he is the director and writer of all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. He was recently let go from Disney um, for some offensive tweets he made about... uh,
1: How many was it again?
0: Six or seven years ago. Here's the funny thing. Um... You would think maybe it's one or two. Sure. Because um, I, saw, I saw the memo by the cast yesterday where all of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris, Chris Pratt, uh, Zoe Saldana, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Bautista, all those guys got together and, and said, we want James Gunn back to direct, you know, part three. And right. we forgive him of his actions and everybody mm-hmm. else should forgive him of his actions.
1: I bet. Because they
0: happened years ago and they mm-hmm. shouldn't have come to light.
1: More importantly... He's against Trump. Yep. So you got to forgive him, guys. We'll forgive. It's liberal. We're, we're liberal it's Hollywood. Everything's liberal and everything's fine. We forgive each other. But my God, if you are on the other side and you say one thing, you are dead. Burns.
0: Burns. Burn him! Shame! 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 Shame. Um, so they, they got together, signed this, this letter, put it out in the public. And, and again, you might be thinking to yourself, oh, it was it one or two tweets? No, about pedophilia uh, jokes. It was over 10,000 tweets. Um, really want to stress I that. I can't
1: even think of, of five.
0: Five pedophilia tweets? No.
1: I can't think of five like pedophilia jokes.
0: Uh, I can think of one, like a Michael Jackson one, top of my head. Sure. That's about it, but it's super carry old. Carry on. Yeah. yeah.
1: Carry on. Yeah.
0: Um, what time is it, you know, what's bedtime at Neverland Ranch?
1: I don't know. When
0: the big hand goes on the little hand. Oh, uh, um, that's the only one I can name off the top of my it's head. Even how do you? How do you get to ten thousand? Yeah, beyond me.
1: Impressive. Ah, <laughs> some would say.
0: Sure. So I want to. I want to eh, go back a tad here. Let's unpack this a little bit. Let, let's lay the suitcase out on the bed and unpack this. Roseanne got fired for one tweet. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: And a lifetime of craziness, but really one tweet.
0: One tweet was, was all that, that got her fired.
1: But it was this like, they were just trying to couch her. It's just, oh, how did she, Trump supporter, Trump supporter. Yeah. Trump, and they were just waiting yep. for one thing that they could like,
0: they were no. waiting. Yeah. Uh, no support, not getting her show back. Not only is she not getting her show back, um, they've already recast that show. It's going to be called The Connors. They have an air date. Starts airing in the fall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I that's the fastest you could possibly move in TV. By the way, for anybody at home, um, to reboot a show without the lead of the show and make a brand new show, usually that's like a mid season replacement. Uh, mid season replacement means anywhere from January through the summer. the The new shows that they expect the most out of come out in the fall, so they're going to put this thing on in the fall. I I don't know how this does without. Roseanne in it um, I mean I I'm not going to watch it obviously but
1: I'm just not interested but she did say too she was like it was really nice that nobody spoke on my behalf not one person like nope and did they all really hate her that much or are they just fucking scared
0: here uh, so I have two theories on this with the Roseanne thing I think I, I think all of them because I've seen all of their interviews separately and they were like "We, even though this is a pro-Trump show we do not support Trump and so yeah, think, they were
1: having a hard time with it anyway. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where they, they were like, what, hey. What, what you
0: know. they weren't having a hard time with was that monster mm, paycheck they're receiving mm, and still mm. going to receive this fall because of Roseanne. Sure. And only because of Roseanne. Let's, let's be clear about that. For sure. Um, so they had a problem with that. And then I, I think personally, you know, they wanted to distance themselves from her. Probably because she's crazy in real life. But whatever. Um, she has made them extremely fucking rich all that entire cast and
1: has always been crazy. Yeah. Has always been never the person that she is right now where she's just like, you know, and that's what we loved about her. Right. She just spoke her mind. She wasn't like anybody else until this climate. It's not going to work.
0: No. And, uh, You know, when I, when I read the James Gunn thing, like it's such a fucking, I mean, it's just, it's really cut on party lines with all of this shit of what you're willing to forgive versus what you're not willing to forgive. Because the other thing this, this statement says to me is this happened years ago, more than, you know, 10 years ago, and we should be over it. So-and-so has apologized or whatever. The Access Hollywood tapes for Trump Mm -hmm. was over 10 years ago. It was in 2005. Right. Why are we not? Why is nobody forgiving and forgetting on that? Uh, that that the the affair with the porn star or whatever um, that was again more than ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not willing to forgive and forget on that. But ten thousand jokes about pedophilia, you're willing to forgive and forget, especially at Disney, who owns Guardians of the Galaxy, which is all kids. Yeah, that is the only. Studio in town that is a a, a kid studio, even more so now uh, in this day and age, um, because they're launching uh, a new Netflix this fall. It's just going to be for kids. And Disney bought Fox. That deal ended up going through this week, and it's going to be all pretty much PG or G rated content. I remember uh, the producers of the new guy went and pitched uh, the rookie uh, with Dennis Quaid. Yeah, uh, over there, Disney, Disney did that movie and they had a deal with Disney after uh, the new guy ended. And that they had a three picture deal there and they had to make like it was mandatory that part of their three picture deal was you do not go higher than than PG. Um, I think they only make like one PG 13 movie a year at of Disney, but it, that's it. That's as high as you go over at Disney. And the, the three pictures they made there were the rookie, um, which was PG. Dennis Quaid, uh, Miracle, about the Miracle on Ice, right? PG, um, and The Tooth Fairy with The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, PG. Sure. PG movie. So we're making movies for the kids over there. Yeah. But it's fine to, uh, to stand up for a guy with, with 10,000 jokes about pedophilia. It's a lot. Right. That's but a lot. But it
1: wasn't 20,000
0: no no
1: (laughs) I don't know I'm just saying like how are you defending it like I would love you know what I mean like what is it in your mind that's like well it wasn't 20,000
0: and a lot of people online uh, because I like I'll follow the message boards especially on like deadline.com um I've I've spoken about them uh before deadline.com is is our insider site into Hollywood um it's about who's getting cast yeah uh, what's going on but it's super industry like I don't know that anybody would find it fascinating outside of the industry no but
1: you know if it's on there in in our industry anyways like you know if it's on there it's the real deal so it's not like a yeah it's not a trash mag or weird or any even like variety it's like when things happen they go on yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. and variety is the same way but um what I found fascinating in the message boards regarding this was because there was a lot of people on there who said hey if if he's coming back, you got to give Roseanne their show back. And, and you know, a bunch of people in Hollywood were like, no, she sent out a racist tweet," Um, and it was like, well, is one, what is, is one racist tweet equivalent to 10,000 pedophilia tweets? Like what's the, I felt like
1: we were really against pedophilia as a nation. That's what I,
0: uh, as as a a, world globally. Yeah.
1: Globally. I thought that was like one of the things that you like, you know we can't do
0: yeah yeah
1: racism you know
0: and his look his argument is like I, i'm a provocateur he was like milo before milo and then he got okay. this gig he's okay. a, look he's a talented fucking dude there's no doubt about it <laughs> sure. james gunn um
1: and i'm actually fine with him being forgiven i'm just
0: same I, I'm
1: not okay with no one on the other side Getting even a chance to even say shit Right If that happens And, and
0: that, that's I think my biggest issue with all of this Like I, t- truthfully I, I'm fine You want to give James Gunn a second chance It's fine I, I read the tweets um, I went through probably 50 or 60 um, And uh, they were made in jest as a comedian making jokes Sure um, I, With as a comedian myself I, I don't give a fuck I mean Mm-mm. I I Look, I've done some fucked up jokes and you're always testing things out. And if you're pushing the the envelope, that's what happens. Um, But let's make it even across the board. Yeah,
1: it's a little bit different than making jokes. If Roseanne
0: was dropping the N word um,
1: and just like a mean tweet, whatever, like it hers felt like a joke. It was not great. And it was pretty, you know, yeah pretty cutting but
0: i, I but i think if you're, if you're giving him a pass you give her a pass and you give everybody else a pass across the board where it's just like all right man because uh, you're getting to a dangerous place in comedy where you can't say anything anymore uh leslie jones who i despise as a comedian and uh and an actress and i really hate to use the term actress i'm gonna go super light with that sure um, sure sure she's on saturday Night live uh she is the 51 year old uh black comedian yes she got on um i believe it was the view yesterday and said let's stop with the comedian shit about coming after comedians old jokes and everything that's going on the other trend too is this baseball thing where all of these athletes uh the guy from the all-star game is being called out for you know old tweets like two more baseball players after they had amazing games this week. Sure. One was the, the pitcher of the Atlanta Braves was one strike away from a no hitter. Uh, immediately some reporter went into his tweets from back when he was 17, saw that he had used the, the word fag a lot. Um, and, uh, came back and said, Hey man, folk this guy, whatever. I mean, it, it was so instant that the guy had time to take a shower. And then after the game, he had to go out and face this of like, what do you think about the old tweets?
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So to me, it's all getting to be a little much across the board. Like I I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I, I like quit digging up people's past shit. Um, like unless it's really horrific, fucking spare me on this shit. Like, um, we didn't have social media when we were growing up and I, and I think that's the biggest difference, but imagine if we did. Mm. I mean, I was, I, I was doing up at 16 years old. Um, doing clubs and shit and like if I had access to social media at that point the shit that I would have said joke wise or whatever like I who knows who fucking knows man right um and, and again the, the the country is so fucking PC now versus even just five years ago 10 years ago that it's it's a different time altogether um I look I'm still pushing it and like I'm sure I'll take shit for when darkness falls it doesn't catch it uh, but I, I don't give a fuck. Like, right. that's comedy. this, this is uh, like I push the envelope. I, I do what I want to do, and uh, but
1: you are choosing to do it now in this climate where ev- I hate. Sorry, yeah. But you are choosing to do it now, knowing what consequences are. Yeah. knowing what you know in people, this political climate. Yeah, yeah, which what people find offensive and what they don't, which is everything. So what the the thing was that the rules were different back in the day. And so if you did something or whatever you said, um, now you wouldn't. Right. And so if you don't do it now, or if you've changed, you know, if you've changed with the times, sure, I think that you should be allowed to do that. And that's my only thing is if w- you can dig something up on every single person, yeah, not just celebrity, whatever, person. every Human. single person. Human. Yeah. If they had, yeah, Twitter, social media, anything in writing, go through their diary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can find shit. So I just believe in allowing people to change when the rules change. And that's me too. That's like everything. And not going back to before things changed and being like, this is the law now. But because you don't. Yeah. You don't do that with the law. Yeah. Right?
0: And, and uh, you know, speaking of the Me Too thing, like the you know, the big bombshell over the weekend was was the uh, last Moonves president of CBS. Um this Ronan Farrow the Farrow?
1: Yeah. God. Mia Farrow's son.
0: This 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 little gimp fucking dude. I'm not a fan of him. He had a show on uh I believe it was MSNBC for a while, a talk show. Okay. failed you miserably. like him. And yeah, yeah I just He's just a little fucking weasel to me, and he's the one that's going back and interviewing everybody and their mother for their entire life mm-hmm. just to try to pop somebody on a me too right now big proponent of of the movement, if you will, but like again, when something is twenty years, thirty years old, you can dig into anybody's past and find something fucked up that happened. I'm not saying what Les moonves did was cool was cool or or wasn't horrible I, the actress that was in question who came out and did this article was uh, an actress uh, named Ileana douglas i've done a movie with her i've worked with her she is uh great she is your your typical hard-working character actress that uh has been around for years and years always great in whatever she does um a fantastic person super nice hard worker uh you know, she, she alleges that in the early 90s, Les Mouva's made a pass at her, got on top of her inside the couch, inside of his office. She fought him off. You know, he kissed her, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then got out of there. Right. Um,
1: but her thing, her beef, is that she lost work because of it.
0: Y- yes. And but-
1: so in that respect, that fucking is worse than the actual assault. I, I,
0: I get it, but why not go to the police?
1: Oh, did she not? No, she called her, like she hole. called her manager oh, okay. and said something in her okay.
0: agency. And, uh, um,
1: because that's a rough one. You, it isn't rape. It isn't, it's like, it's inappropriate and it sucks, but I don't know what I would tell the police. Hey, but we,
0: you, you've probably had inappropriate dates and things like that where.
1: Oh yeah. I've probably had that exact thing that he did like on the couch where you're just like have to say whatever you need to say and like do whatever you need to do to get out of get, there yeah, yeah, yeah. has happened to me for sure many times. But it, as far if, if those incidents like caused me to lose jobs or affected my life or whatever, it, it would be different. Right. Um, but then I don't know what I would tell the police. Hey, Uh, guy kissed me and I didn't want him to. And he's like my boss. Uh,
0: So I, you know, the, if you look back on it, she allegedly lost this job and then they put her on a mini series right afterwards. I don't, I don't know what the real story is. They're investigating. Uh, he, he's been able to keep his job for now, which, you know. It, usually the, the mob mentality when, when all this shit strikes is uh, you're guilty and then we'll figure it out later if you're innocent. Um,
1: but I think another person would have to come out in order for it to be. A there, real... there was a
0: couple other people. They were unnamed in this article oh, okay. and they did, but it was nothing. It wasn't rape or anything like that. Um, so I, I don't know. And, and the, and the phrase mob mentality, was another phrase that was used in this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy letter to the thing of like Twitter came after him and people came after him with his mob mentality. <laughs> yeah. The problem is James Gunn's been leading a, a mob mentality against the Trump administration. So what, I, what do you.
1: Or that's exactly what happens with any Me Too or any. Yeah.
0: What's, you know, what's the difference? And why, why are you separating it? But you can't separate it from everybody else. You can separate it from your friend. But not everyone else. Mm. Be- what, why? Because you're friends with him? Mm-hmm. Like, you know.
1: You're like, but I know. They're like, but I know him. He's, you know, even his wife on the talk or whatever. Yes. He's a great father. He's a da-da-da. So you don't know if these other people that you're accusing are great people now or whatever.
0: Or if they changed or whatever happened, happened. And uh, I, it's, it's tough. The other one was uh, Ed, we- Ed Westwick, who... Was one of my fave, my faves. Uh, he was one of my favorite actors on, on Gossip Girl.
1: Okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I know which I, one. I
0: watched that show. A, a mutual friend of ours uh, put that deal together for Gossip Girl for Blake Lively. And um, I did Accepted with her. It was right after Accepted. So I, I started watching it just to see... What the hype was all about. Sure. And then I got caught up in it. Uh, not going to lie. Guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh, that One Tree Hill. Don't give a fuck. Dawson's Creek. Uh, those are my jams.
1: Whoa.
0: And uh, yeah. Why not? And um, I'm not afraid to admit it. Not afraid to admit it. High school, you know, obviously not a 2-1-0. Yeah.
1: The oh, Ridge. Wow. Uh, the new one uh, was, was uh, a piece
0: of shit. But uh, I didn't
1: even like the college years, to be honest.
0: No, I didn't either. Yeah. But the original w- was, was awesome. And uh, Ed Westwick, I thought, was... A super talented dude um he was if you don't have him on that show you don't have a show to me and uh he was great and i i fully expected him to have a big career either tv or movie wise and then this me too thing sank him he was like three people accused him of rape and somebody wrote an open letter and all this other shit and uh they these women ended up pressing charges with with the LAPD and they just came back yesterday and said we got nothing on him really yeah so I, I i don't this guy has been killed like his career is is dead and it, you know they can't press charges they can't do anything so like what do you do after this chris hardwick yesterday just got reinstated um as because
1: they they, um, they did
0: the investigation they mm-hmm. found nothing it turns out uh you know that that chloe dykstra chick who wrote that open open letter about how awful he was mm-hmm. as a boyfriend and you know, he made me have sex like a starfish and whatever uh, other shit.
1: Salive.
0: They did a uh, an, a full investigation. AMC did because he he also hosts uh, the oh, Walking yeah. Dead. You know the after shows of all of that stuff. You know, usually Shark Week and some other shit he's on. Like he yeah. noticed all of it, and they did the the investigation, and they found out that she had tried to get back together with him multiple times mm-hmm. after he ended their relationship, and like,
1: which is what he said. Yes.
0: And, and, and again, another guy who just got chucked under the bus for all of this shit. Now he's got to try to come back and repair his career. Same with Seacrest. You know, that, that hairstylist, whatever, accused him. He did a full investigation.
1: Yeah, it didn't seem to, to even stop him Look, I've met S- Seacrest. I've seen though. him. Like, well, he, was, he wasn't off a show. He didn't stop working. Because it just,
0: it's just, if, you've, he just kept if you've ever met him in real life, there's just no way. I don't even think... I don't even know if he's straight. Like, I, th- like that's the type of guy I'm not he is.
1: sure if he's straight. He
0: is about the work and the work only. And, like, that's And I it. don't
1: know what he would have to do for them to fire him from all of the things that he does. Like...
0: Yeah. I, my God. So, you know, either way, he was cleared of it. All of these people are being cleared of it. And it's, you know, uh, the mob mentality is out. But what do you do after that? I... I don't think James Gunn gets his job back. That, that's my guess. Know. Okay. Um, simply for the fact of, I don't know how you explain to your board of directors at Disney. Sure. That's you, your child brand. Yeah. You're bringing back a guy who's tweeted over 10,000 tweets about ped- pedophilia. Jokes. Right. But how, Jokes. Do you, how do you explain that to yeah. a, a board of a global brand that's about to get even bigger with uh, uh, this app that's coming out in the fall? That's it, it, it's too much. You just bought Fox in a massive deal, you got that whole catalog. I I just think it's too much for for him to to withstand. That's my prediction on it.
1: Yeah, I see that. If it was anything else, I think he may be able, but maybe you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because uh, Hollywood is so liberal,
0: and even look, actors with bad behavior, um, that takes a while. Uh, yeah like It's uh, Fuck man So it's I, I don't think he gets it back I just don't Yeah um, I just don't I want to have a, a And an also a, a conversation too About um, Matt's book um, Fuck I've been working On my best friend Matt Best's book For a long time uh, It has been stuck At the Department of Defense For 14 months At this point We're, t- Today is Mark's month 14 Which is crazy to me um the reason why i want to talk about this there's a a book coming out called fear by bob woodward it's about trump in the white house um obviously you remember woodward and bernstein and these guys investigative reporters whatever i had a long conversation with uh, the head of penguin yesterday Mm -hmm. um about the book and he was like man i cannot fucking figure this out for the life of me I, I had a chat with the DOD myself, and I just said, hey, guys, what the fuck? And they were like, well, it, it, this one person hasn't read it, hasn't gotten past yet. I was, I was like, there's nothing wrong with the book. And they were like, no, not to our knowledge. Like, but we're just so busy, we haven't gotten to it. This, this fear book and, and other books that are coming out like this, like the James Comey's book, uh, fucking Sean Spicer's book, like all of these books, if you're writing about you know, first-hand accounts or interviews uh, in, inside the White House, it's got to create the department of defense. And like, I want to tell the audience that I think Mm. the reason why this book is getting pushed off is during this Trump thing, everybody's cashing in on this because let's face it, Trump is making all of these guys livings uh, across the board. More and more of these books keep coming out. And it's like, I guess they're more high high profile and like, you know, the Obama, Michelle Obama's book is coming out in November. Barack's is coming out next year. That's got a clear Department of Defense and it's like, I, I wonder if, because everybody's trying to cash in all these fucking generals and and people who are going uh, against Trump or CIA and all this shit, like if that's what's getting it bumped. So to the audience at home, I, I don't think necessarily there's something wrong with this book anymore. I just think that, all of these motherfuckers are coming out of the woodwork trying to cash in on this anti-Trump sentiment right now. And um, all of it's got to clear the Department of Defense.
1: How are they bumping us? Like, I think, it's, no- I
0: think it's fame. Um, I, I think it's uh, the fame game. And they're able to hop in there and say, hey, this, this is really important because we've got to get this out now. Versus uh, a guy who actually served for the country and... Uh,
1: the problem is that book is so good.
0: I know, and that—that's what—that's the most frustrating part about it.
1: You guys would love it. You yes. get to get to know. that. And,
0: and I've been getting a lot of messages, uh, even more like than recent months, over and over again of like, "Hey, man, this is really fucked up." And I'm like, "Yeah." So I, I thought I'd just come on the show and tell the story of of what's going on because we're trying to figure it out. This is our best guess at this point, but. uh, I don't have an answer for you, so it's nothing. It's nothing bad. It's not, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, they just simply have said they've not gotten to it, but magically, all of these other books have gotten to. Because these book deals that are popping up, that these books are coming out uh, real quick, like sure this. Sure,
1: they didn't wait.
0: Fuck no, they didn't. I, I, I know that. I know when their deals went in. Yeah. So some of these were like some of these deals were like four or five months ago, and it's like, how are you clearing Department of Defense in four or five months? Um, I don't know if they're getting paid off. I, I don't know what the deal is. Like, I really don't.
1: Oh, should we pay them off?
0: At this point, I, I, know I you would. Cu- I do not know you I could. I would at this point. I know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how they That
1: they're... seems like illegal or something. <laughs> I, I, one would think.
0: I don't, I don't know how or, or why it's happening. But again, that's, that's my best guess out of all of this. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I want to talk about, uh, some, some Netflix uh series dark Taurus, love it best isn't it best big fan Who
1: told us about it brendan shop and then i actually yeah. saw on his feed to watch it and i was like okay
0: yeah he talked about it on drinking bros podcast when he was mm-hmm. on uh, a couple weeks ago as a guest um B- huge fan of that i love it uh, also wanted to I, I dude you were uh you were sleeping but i watched that that new eliza Schlesinger. um
1: mm-hmm. what'd you think it was great Cool.
0: it was great i didn't i look i liked her first special, both of us did didn't like the second special i think i i think because it was race like the first one did so well and it came out of nowhere and yeah I like, get another special Pushed up. it yeah. this was her fourth one, and uh it was really good cool it was really fucking good. you hate her
1: I don't like her um in interviews or like as a haven't person. so I, so I, I so it's hard when you're a comedian for me to separate right. Um, if you're doing any kind of art, if you're acting, if you're making movies, like if I can separate you, but
0: what's her, what's her story in these interviews?
1: No, she's just, I don't, it's, it's like a little bit feminist. I'm kind of crazy. I'm on a bunch of drugs. Meds. I'm, I don't know. It's hard to very, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just don't like her.
0: I looked She's her the up. kind
1: of girl that I just don't. I gotcha. It's too, she was talking to Rogan and it was a lot of just like, ah, uh, <sighs> uh, gotcha. Hard to explain. Listen to her interview. See what you think.
0: Okay. I will. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I went to Instagram and looked up her Instagram last night. I find it odd when a comedian doesn't have any pictures up with other comedians on their Instagram, because right. usually you're hanging out together all of the time and every comedian, you know, stand-up wise mm-hmm. you 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 kind of, you become friends with the other comedians and like the, you have your little crew that you hang out with she doesn't have a crew whereas like rogan does yep callan does like all, all of these guys that i see bert bert kreischer um uh chris Dalia, mm-hmm. um all of these guys have their little crews and they're mm-hmm. always posting with each other That's and making fun crew. of each other and um but, They're like
1: uh, the click of comedy right now. Right now. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh well you look, you take the Judd Apatow guys, like Yeah, yeah. yeah. They all fucking hang out together yeah, and do yeah. each other's projects and support each other. I, I didn't find one, one,
1: yeah. one comedian. Well, on how did she burst it on the scene from that show, the like reality show where they like the comedians? Oh,
0: that's right, that's right. Um yeah. You know, last, what I comic mean. last
1: comic standing. So and then she was just like catapulted and touring and had to, I think, prove herself after that. So I think that's where she gets a lot of her like whatever attitude that she has. Right. Is because she was definitely people were like, oh, cool. I think you won this. And now you're doing arenas and I'm still, you know what I mean? 20 years in at the comedy store. <laughs> to or? me,
0: You can't be mad at that at all.
1: No, and I think people like people like Rogan are like, dude, it's cool. Like he's he's so zen that it's like your success, my success, we're good.
0: It's here's the thing: it is hard enough to make it in, in entertainment. Anybody, would, however facet you need to make it For off sure. a, off a reality show, because that that Theo Vaughn, everybody's been hitting me up about Theo Vaughn to have Theo Vaughn on the show. Gotten a, a, a lot Why of did messages. I tell you? Yes, and and. and Fuck! It, it came out of nowhere, seemingly. Where I was, he just came like,
1: out of nowhere. I don't know being if, funny,
0: right? And but but here's the thing, I, I me personally, when I get this many messages about one guest, and we try to accommodate everybody, like sure, like dude, well, we
1: try, yeah,
0: we 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 read all your messages, both from Ross Patterson Revolution and Drinking Bros podcast, and we try to get these guests on, and we've been fortunate enough that we have. Like we have gotten them on. Right. And it's great. And we, we usually reach out. So this Theo Vaughn, I didn't I didn't know one thing about him. I had never heard his name. Then I looked him up and I was just like, Oh, okay, cool. Then I heard him talk and I was like, Man, I feel like I've seen this guy before. And you were the one who told me.
1: He was the road rule road rules guy. Yeah. The MTV Road Rules guy that like started doing comedy. It, what is it 15 years ago now
0: a long long time long ago. time ago yeah. and
1: you're just like oh god but he was grinding not really my was he cup- the
0: virgin was he was that the guy that was the virgin on the no. show okay
1: um but he was kind of muscle dude like looked kind of he doesn't look the way that he does now he was like kind of jacked and just like normal bro looking frat guy okay um from louisiana though so he had this little uh, accent yeah, 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 yeah. and um was started to do comedy and you're just like, "Oh, okay, you're always going to be the road rules guy." And so he's doing it years, just grinding, grinding, grinding. Even a year ago, I wasn't into his shit, and all of a sudden, he just like figured something out.
0: And he, and he became hilarious.
1: And he became hilarious on his podcast and Joe Rogan's and Fighter and the Kid. Okay. And I think and he will even admit that his stand-up like even the special that he did, like it just wasn't quite right. And all of them, it wasn't, it wasn't
0: bad. I just, it 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 wasn't
1: what he is in real life and what he is now. Sure. It, it was kind of crazy to like be listening to this guy and be like, holy shit. You you figured out that you just like be who you are, tell stories from your actual weird ass past, your accents, funny, your whole shit, like just figuring it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. No. So. Ah, I, look. He's b- funny now. But I will say this. In stand-up, when you start, you're, the, whatever club you're at, they're, they're looking for something that they can announce you as. So I'm sure, being on The, the, the Real World or Road Rules or yes, whatever it was. Yes. I guarantee you they led with that every night of like, you know, him from Road Rules. on, sure. So, like, even that helps you get a better yeah. spot, a better slot that night, time slot, and all of that shit. So, like, again, I i don't have any fucking problem with it across the board where it's just like, however, you, get it. Get, get it. Get it wherever you can. Like, if it's a reality show, if it's a thing. So, with Eliza Schlesinger, I don't give a shit that she was on the Last Comic Standing. Like, great, good for you.
1: Me neither. Um,
0: I'm sure that, that was was miserable experience being on that goddamn show.
1: For sure, and you know.
0: And she popped off of it. So good, good. Um,
1: but comedians,
0: uh, uh, Ralphie May was he popped off that show too? Really? Yeah.
1: Comedians in, as the same as bartenders, where like <laughs> they take I don't they make their job and their thing more important than it is. Yeah. Right. To where it's like, you gotta be twenty years in the game. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. why? So we can be as miserable as you and then, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like sitting in the back of the club smoking and drinking and being a ridiculous person. Like you you aren't a comedian unless you've spent like that time years in and the you're grind. like you've been down and you like go on the road and you hate life and you're depressed and you get on meth then you're not you're not a real comedian. Right. So you've done all that. <laughs> Same with bartenders. And you're just like, "Oh my god, a monkey can do it. I've done it."
0: When I did stand up in in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, we, I we, we were supposed to go on first and then uh, like a huge crowd showed up and uh They ended up putting us on last because they're like, holy shit, we never sell out like this on a Friday night. Okay, It's because of you you guys and we're going to put you on last instead of first. Mm -hmm. That was the the first time in a long time that I had to sit in the green room with all the other comedians backstage waiting to go on. And like, holy fuck, it's 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 miserable and exhausting. And you're talking about things that you're hoping for or whatever. And you're just like, oh, my God, this is this is brutal um and you know you want to talk positive about things that are going on but like in a comedian's life you cannot no
1: no 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 i mean the jealousy the competitiveness it's almost like who's more depressed who's more that's the competitiveness of it who's been you know just grinding and not doing it for years yeah i i I don't know
0: boy it, it it brought back these old like Just the same old feelings that I had when I started doing comedy where I was just like, oh my God, everybody's just every bit as depressed as they were before. And Mm -hmm. it was, you know, for us, I I don't give a shit. It's a Friday night for me coming out. We, we, you know, did a set, Rage with the People afterwards. Rad, my life doesn't change, but they're going back every single night to do it every single night. And I I did realize after that, I was like, she's just, it's just, it's so toxic. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, I, there's no way I could do this night after nine if this was my no, thing. No, and it's
1: a perpetual thing. So you're depressed and you're talking about it with other people <laughs> yeah. and you just like spiral into this thing. Like you guys can't get out of it. Yeah. They get pissed when people don't have to go through that bullshit.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like- so luckily, uh, look, I don't have to do that shit at all. But uh, b- back in the day, again, when you're first starting and. I mean, you know, at 16, you're real, you're real, you don't really know any better. You're just like, all right, this is cool and, and exciting or whatever.
1: You don't uh, realize.
0: No. And I, I think I realized when I was I was 21, I did a gig in Columbus. I did this, this one thing in Columbus. And uh, there was a, a, a female comic who was hosting the event. And she was bringing all of us up or whatever. And uh, I had drinks with her afterwards. She kind of reminded me of like a, like a bigger Paula Poundstone, you know, like that type of. A little more weight to her, you know, sure, um, sure. and uh, I remember dr- like having drinks with her afterwards and it was just miserable. She was in Columbus, Ohio. I had no thought of going to Los Angeles or New York mm-hmm. or all that other shit. And I was just like, God damn it, man. Uh, this can't be life. And sh- sure enough, it is like
1: that's the uniform that they have to put on.
0: Oof. Uh, you just, cannot
1: be happy go lucky. You cannot be from a good family. You cannot not be on meds. Yep. Uh,
0: you can't. Uh, <laughs> That's
1: why they hate Carrot Top.
0: Yeah, do they hate Carrot Top? That's the question. I like, think they don't they anymore. don't anymore. I don't about, I don't think anymore they don't, they don't hate him because I, I think they probably look at him and be like fuck that guy figured it out. Yeah. You know? Because Carrot Top is rich.
1: He's rich. Super rich. rich. I, he seems happy. That's not, he's okay. not, he's not happy. He's
0: I know, not. I know somebody who dated him.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. I had a, I had an agent. He used to, uh, one of my agents used to date him and, uh, mm-hmm. he's definitely not happy. Um, but he is super rich. I mean, he was at last check, this was five or six years ago. He was making about $8 million a year in Vegas.
1: Get happy. dude.
0: <laughs> Get real happy.
1: Don't be a fucking idiot.
0: Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is movie fast m- movie pass. Okay. Um, this thing's going down. I, when I heard about this, it sounded like a cool idea. Um, you buy one pass, and then you you know get to see as many movies as you want throughout mm-hmm. the month, and you pay a monthly fee of like forty bucks or whatever it is. A couple weeks ago, there was an outage where a bunch of people showed up at the movie, and they were like, "We're not accepting movie pass." So many people had used it that they had ran out of money at movie pass. So when these people showed up to go see their movies. Mm. Their movie pass didn't work, and they were like, "Oh, we're sorry. It's a it was a temporary thing. It was, uh, I believe, it was Mission Impossible, and uh, or I'm sorry, Jurassic Park the first time. And so, boom, gets shut down, and it it it, it had turned out they had owed two and a half million dollars. Sure, more in ticket sales, and they didn't have it in their account.
1: Yeah. When,
0: so it did not go through.
1: When someone first told me about this, it was a while ago, and I don't know if it was Movie Pass or there was a bunch of different ones that were popping up. And I was like, "That does not sound good. No, like that sounds like the end of the movie industry to me." That's so when what I thought. She was and like, "Oh, you just get, you just pay, blah blah blah, and then you can go to all the movies." And I was like, "Fuck, are you serious? Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah,
0: that that it's not like, a, what it's
1: awesome. It's not
0: a thing." And no. sure enough, so Mission Impossible comes out over the weekend crushes shut down no one with movie pass could get into mission impossible like again they owed so much money that it just uh it cratered um the stock fell 70 percent. it's now trading under a dollar oh cool the entire app went dark sure gone and that's that's going to be wiped out but uh man you want to talk about a spectacular failure in such a short amount of time but that was that was supposed to be one work. of the saviors man that was supposed to be one of the saviors of the movie industry of going to see movies in theater you know it turns out though like the the box office is enjoying a record year so far so like maybe the demise of movies in theaters isn't as near as, as we thought right um but the movie pass certainly is
1: yeah i, <laughs> I don't i don't like the movie pass. that I'm sure I would love it like for myself, but it doesn't make me feel like um, the movie theaters are making the money that they need to make to stay open. Right. So like that doesn't feel good to me. (laughs) Right? <laughs> like, oh, I've got a movie pass. I paid $10 for the whole month and I saw a movie every day.
0: Yeah. And I know, you know, it just popped up that AMC Theaters is doing uh, a new movie ticket subscription program. They uh, said so they've got 175,000 members and they're looking to take over from movie pass now. If
1: I, it's for each company, I guess that makes more I sense think, to I think, yeah, me th-
0: than rather all abroad. of the chains in one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um But, uh We'll see. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know uh, what's going to happen with the future of of this thing. But it it appears, at least as of this year, like, you know, the box office is doing pretty well. There is, you know, I I think, look, I think guys like Jordan Peele, who did Get Out, have a, he was a big help to it. Of like, all right, great original movies can succeed. He's shooting his new one now. Yeah. It's called Us. Nobody knows anything about it. Oh, okay. Um, That looks dope. We've seen some dope trailers for the fall. It's true. McConaughey's moving some other shit. So I,
1: I'm excited for Marwin.
0: Oh Are my you? God. That was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. In a long time.
1: In a long time. And, and it was love- the
0: guy who, who did uh, Forrest Gump. And, oh
1: uh, God. I mean, come on.
0: So look, but to go that far between, you know, Forrest Gump and, and this, like th- this finally looks like, and it's Christmas, right? It comes out on Christmas yeah. day. Um, What's it called? Marwin and...
1: It's just called Marwin, or Ladies of Marwin, possibly.
0: Okay, um, but
1: look it up. Um, it's a true story that maybe people have heard, but which is one of the best. I had seen a picture about, or I had seen a, a story about it on um, this New York Times thing, or whatever.
0: Welcome to Marwin is what welcome it's called. Welcome to Marwin. Yeah.
1: Um, about this guy that just gets like Steve Carell beaten up. It's about, but the real guy gets like totally beaten up, like
0: crazy jumped. It it is a true story.
1: It's a true story. And I had seen, like I said, the story about it, um, way before I had even heard that they were doing a movie and I was like, Oh man, this story is fucking nuts. So it's one of those where you're like, Oh, I'm so glad that, that his story is actually being made. And in such a, an amazing way.
0: Yeah, for me, I mean, I uh, Robert Zemeckis is the director. Um, for me personally, I, I had never heard about the story. Didn't know anything about it. And when a great trailer pops up that is completely 100% original, that blows me away. I am beyond psyched. Like, yeah. I'll be there Christmas night. We'll go and see that Christmas yeah. night. Like, it, it's... Uh, Uh, It was that good. So uh, definitely check out Welcome to Marwin." And, you know, Steve Carell has been trying to go this dramatic route for a long time.
1: I don't mind him in dramatic roles. You
0: don't? He's fine. Um, I just, I don't think they've been the right fit yet. Um, You had that wrestling movie.
1: Right. He was creepy in that. He
0: was. It's just, uh, You you know.
1: It could have been someone else for you.
0: Battle of the Sexes, we just watched with, with him the other night, and that was supposed to be an Oscar contender right. last year. Uh, I, was I it wasn't super
1: dramatic, but it was, he was, it was weird. Could
0: have done with, without it. But sure. uh, this Welcome to Marwin, though, this, this could get him an Oscar nomination. Um, I mean, this, that f- this trailer, j- check it out at home. It's one of the most awesome, powerful, moving trailers you, you, you'll see. Like, holy shit. Like I, I haven't seen anything like that in a while. And I really wanted to talk about that. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because we were raving about it the other night. I think we watched it like three times in a row. Yeah. It was one of those where you're like, oh, shit. Um,
1: well, I saw it first and I was like, am I crazy? Because like it's really different. Yeah. And so I'm like, am I crazy or is this like amazing? <laughs> yeah. Right. I never know. Because no. I'm stupid sometimes, you know. Yeah, you're a little. And the stuff that I like is dumb.
0: You're a little dumb, dumb. But, I'm a uh, little dumb, I'm dumb kidding.
1: sometimes, and the things <laughs> that I like don't translate to everyone else, and that's okay. Yeah,
0: F- and fun fun fact for the audience: we, <laughs> we call each other like the worst names that, like off <laughs> off camera. Um,
1: what are you like, uh, dumb
0: dumb? So, things oh, that are yeah, just yeah, little, so insulting, but yeah. like childlike, where you're just like, sure, oh, sure. There you are, you little dumb yeah, you dumb. Little
1: dumb, dumb, dumb you little idiot,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you little stupid idiot.
0: You call other children that you hate saggy bottom dinglings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's because you
1: can picture. Yeah, as soon, as soon as I say it, you can picture what I'm talking about. Just the like glazed over, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and they're just like. They're fucking saggy
0: bottom dingling, saggy
1: pants. Like there's something in the pants. Little
0: saggy bottom dingling boys, little
1: dingling.
0: Yeah, uh, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. This one in particular. Look, again, we talk shit on a lot of people, but when people do great things. Um, I think it's, it's great for the world, and, uh, and it's great to spotlight them for doing it, and because we need more positive news stories out there. Uh, LeBron James is the revolutionary figure of the day today. Whoa. Yeah. He, uh, he opened up a school uh, in Akron for under... Uh, a school, like a fucking school.
1: Full-on school.
0: Yes, um, called I Promise, and uh, it's for underprivileged youth um, for them to go to this school in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. And okay. they did a, a a huge opening. You could tell in the interviews he was genuinely nervous about it. And they uh, they went walked through the schools and did a big piece on ESPN last night. And I look, I think every outlet carried it: CBS, ABC, all that stuff. And uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful school to put your money where your mouth is and actually go back and and help out the kids from the exact area that you grew up in where you were struggling and How do
1: you get to go to this school though?
0: I, if you live there.
1: Okay, so it's like a public Yeah, it's a public to... school.
0: It's I, I believe it's only got a few grades in it now cuz they're they're looking to expand. Okay. Look, opening up a school is no joke, man. Yeah,
1: cuz they have to have a district.
0: Districts so um lives... and teachers and all of that yeah, stuff yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. you know, they have these these education budgets from state to state are so tight. Um, and it's bullshit because it, that's the first thing to get that usually gets cut in every state is education budgets. So if you don't have somebody like LeBron James, and this is why I, I really wanted to bring this up today. If you don't have somebody like LeBron James building a nice, gorgeous school in, in an area like this, it doesn't get done. No. Um, and I, it, it would be refreshing to, if you want to take a stand, like LeBron James is taking a stand against the president and against the anthem and, you know, mm-hmm fighting for the black lives mm-hmm. matter and the, and, and, the movements do it like this, then mm-hmm. open up a school in your own area, show other people that, Hey man, I'm not just going to get on TV and talk shit and talk, talk about, you know, things that I, uh, I want to change without actually making the change yourself. Um, him and, and chance the rapper are, are the only people that, that I can remember in recent ma- who've done something this big on a grand scale. Where it's like all of these NBA players and NFL players who are kneeling and all, of, like NBA players aren't kneeling, but NFL players who are kneeling, who are, you know, I'm taking a stand or whatever. You make millions and millions of dollars. You can do what LeBron James did. If you really want to improve your community, do it. Get together. Pull your money together and start opening up schools and better education and things like this, like like LeBron did for this. Um, I'm not a big fan of LeBron James, the the player. Um, but. Uh, uh, as a, uh, an individual and as an athlete who's doing more than just just the game right now, like, hey, congratulations. And, I, and I, uh, there was a while back I talked shit of like...
1: I was just going to say I have to apologize. Because
0: I, it's, I it's, not, it's not an apology shit. because, uh, you know, whether, whether or not he did this because of that Laura Ingram thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like I, I will never have that reasoning. But the fact that you're doing it at all... Uh, deserves to be recognized and um, and applauded because that that is actually making a difference in the world. So it wouldn't be right for us to do a show three days a week and talk shit about people if, if you're not willing to go the other way and, and talk about people when they do great things. Mm-hmm. So, to, uh, hey, to LeBron, uh, hats off, man. That, that was, it was an awesome sight to see. And uh, the school's amazing. You did it in your hometown. And that's what really making... Uh, a change in a difference is in the world. So, it's uh, LeBron James, revolutionary figure of the day. I
1: wow. I
0: don't know another athlete who has opened up a, a school in the United States like that uh, in their hometown and tried to make a difference. So, cheers, cheers, LeBron. Cheers. That was awesome to see, man. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables. I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. <laughs>